Welcome back to another episode of City of Desert, where we've been reading the Philoclea, in particular writings on the prayer of the heart. I'm Father David Abernethy. Over these past weeks, we've been studying the, the writings of St. Hezekiah of Jerusalem, in particular his writings on sobriety and prayer, his focus on developing a kind of constancy in the practice of, of watchfulness of mind and heart, and we continue to do so, picking up this week with paragraph 34. And what this case will be doing in these following paragraphs is speaking to us about the, the nature of the work that is to be done in this spiritual battle, the, the virtues or the practices that are essential, how we are to look to those uh, in the spiritual life and those within the scripture who were able to apply themselves in this work very well and so uh, attain this watchfulness of heart, and also to look at those who fell into despair so as we could avoid their, their path. Uh, but most of all, we are to look to Jesus himself, Hezekiah tells us, that he is the standard that we are to follow in the spiritual life and to keep our eyes upon him and to call upon him always is the, the greatest guarantor of victory in the spiritual life for us. And so in paragraph 34, Hezekiah begins by saying, the work of good sense is always to stir up our excitable power to fight in the battle within and to reproach ourselves. So good sense, a kind of wisdom tells us when we have to stir our hearts and stir the incentives of faculty to engage fully in the spiritual battle that is set before us, uh, to reproach us when, in particular, we have been negligent, so that insensitive power will also rebuke us for the times where we are not fighting hard enough. It goes on to say, and the work of wisdom is to stir up our thinking power to strict and continual sobriety and to spiritual contemplation. And so wisdom proper would, would tell us that we are to be very strict in this watchfulness and uh, the contemplation that would go along with it, that we would engage in the, the practices that help to foster it and also avoid those, uh, as we talked about last time, uh, with familiar conversation that would pull us away from it. The work of justice is to direct our desiring power toward virtue and towards God. And so justice demands that we uh, give worship to God. And the way that we give worship to God is to pursue the life of virtue that he's made possible for, for us and also to love him. And so justice means that we would stir desire within our hearts to seek out these things with all of our strength. And finally, he tells us, and the work of courage is to guide and control the five senses so that the inward man or heart may not be defiled by them, nor the outward man or body. And so part of engaging in the spiritual life is being willing to fight the good fight of faith being willing to fight what seems to be an unwinnable battle against the five senses, uh, knowing that we're in a constant state of receptivity uh, with the world around us, 
that the, the vigilance that this requires and knowing also the movements of our mind and the vigilance that this requires in regards to taking every thought captive can seem overwhelming to us. And so we have to uh, stir courage with, within our hearts, uh, not to grow faint in that battle, but even to be willing to enter into the battle in the first place. He writes in paragraph 35, His Excellency is over Israel, that is, over the mind which he sees as far as is possible the beauty of the glory of God himself, and his strength is in the clouds. It is in souls shining like the light and looking up into the dawn, and it reveals in all his beauty him who sits on the right hand of the Father, sending forth light to them as the sun sends forth rays to the pure clouds and gives them loveliness. And so the fruit of this work is to uh, give us purity of heart that then opens our eyes to the vision of God. We, we see God in all of his, his glory uh, when we have obtained this purity of heart and so are able to engage in that struggle even more fully. Having never perhaps tasted, though, this purity of heart, uh, we can be lacking in our desire for, for the higher things. And so Hezekiah puts forward before us here our ultimate goal and aim in this spiritual battle. Knowing the value of the end that is promised to us, this vision of God, should make us then want to fight that great fight of faith, but also make us uh, come to have a great hatred for sin and acknowledge the destructiveness that it can bring to our life. Hezekiah describes it in this way. He says, One sinner destroyeth much good, says the Holy Scripture, and the mind by sinning destroys the meats and drinks of heaven that we have just described. So part of fighting wisely is understanding the destructiveness of sin, just what it is that we, we lose by choosing something that is of lesser value, and not simply of lesser value, but of no value whatsoever. Uh, to let one sin enter the mind is to sacrifice the deepest intimacy and vision with God and the deepest vision of God. We are not stronger than Samson, he tells us, nor wiser than Solomon, nor have we more knowledge of divine things than David, nor do we love God more than did Peter, the chief of the apostles. Let us then trust not in ourselves, for the scripture says, he who trusts himself shall fall with a grievous fall. So we, we can't be under the illusion that even though we are Christians and even though we know the scriptures and even though we understand something of the spiritual tradition. We can't be under the illusion that we are somehow stronger than the images put before us in the scriptures, Samson, David, or the great apostle Peter himself, that we have to acknowledge our, our poverty, our absolute need for God, if we are to make any headway in this spiritual battle. He goes on to say, let us learn from Christ humility of heart and from David to be humble, and from Peter to weep for the downfalls which occur. But let us not despair, as did Samson and Judas and Solomon, the wisest of men. 
And so he, as he said, as he, he does, as I said at the beginning of this episode, put before us the models from the scriptures, but most especially Christ as the standard, the standard of humility and uh, the standard of perseverance in, in this virtue. And he also puts before us those who, though wise and the wisest of men, uh, fell because of their arrogance and pride, lost this watchfulness of heart, and so lost the grace of God. The battle is a difficult one, and Hezekiah realizes this. Uh, he would have us understand that we have to be attentive and vigilant and humble in the struggle, but he would not have us be fearful, that he would have us enter into that struggle with a kind of confidence and daring even, uh, but confidence in the Lord. This is where our strength and victory uh, is to be found. And so he writes in paragraph 39, the devil as a roaring lion walketh about with his host, seeking whom he may devour. Let then continual attention of the heart, sobriety, resistance to thoughts, and prayer to Jesus Christ, our Lord, never be idle, for you will never find a better help than Jesus in your whole life. For the one Lord who is God alone knows the villainies of the demons, their tricks and their wiles. And so we are going to be attacked and attacked in ferocious ways by the demons. But having Christ on the battlefield should give us an ultimate kind of of confidence, that even though they rail against us, that Christ is our, our strength, and so we need not have fear, even while we're in the midst of a heated battle. And so finally, in paragraph 40, he tells us, let then the soul daringly trust in Christ, and call on him, and have no fear at all of enemies. For it does not fight alone, but with the help of its terrible King, Jesus Christ, the maker of all things, bodiless and embodied, visible and vis invisible. And so Christ is the source of ultimate victory for us. Uh, we carry that same standard into battle, that of the cross and its humility. And aided by this, we also bring with us the humility that is necessary to rely upon Christ our King. In his presence, we need have no fear of anything. And we are called not to be anxious about anything at all, only to trust in him and to fight the good fight of faith. Thank you for joining us for this episode of City of Desert. If you have any questions or comments that you'd like to put to us here at the Oratory, uh, feel free to reach us. Uh, any questions that you put forward, we'll try to address here. Uh, in one of our episodes, or I'll get back to you via email as soon as I can. Thank you again for joining us, and I'll see you soon.